0: Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
1: Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World as we're dropping a double dose of Prime Sports World on you today. Uh, In case you missed our first episode, me and Izzy broke down all of the deals that went down on today's NBA trade deadline, all 18 of them. And on Saturday, me and TJ are going to get together and we're going to break down the winners and losers from this year's NBA trade deadline. So you don't want to miss that content. Also, Izzy's going to be running a college basketball show. But this show, we're going to be talking about the off seasons for all the teams remaining in the NFC West that we have not already covered, the San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks, and the Los Angeles Rams. I'm, of course, your host, David. On point hopping right there is my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you do happen to miss us live, you can catch us on a myriad of streaming platforms. I've shared the link to that. Uh, We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and, of course, iHeartRadio. So please check us out over there if you have not. If you haven't had the opportunity to catch us here live. But we go live basically every single day bringing you guys the most up-to-date content. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about the NFL, NFC West. TJ, happy happy Thursday and happy NBA trade deadline day. Uh, man so I I had to deal with a literal shit show at work today and I literally could not I had to mute all of my group chats because they were just blowing up with NBA trades and I'm like if, if I if I don't like if I don't
0: mute these chats I'm going to get fired <laughs> I definitely put my phone on uh do not disturb yeah. <laughs> um mostly because uh I had class this morning so my class, yeah, so, my, class uh, my class, runs. It's just an hour and a half. It runs from uh, ten ten to eleven thirty, and I get off. Of, like I get out of class, and like here, here it comes. Like yeah, I had
1: yeah. I, I, I had like a million messages in all of my group. I'm like, man, this is a good thing. I muted this chat because I had to deal with so much of work today. Uh, but it was a good day at work, and it was also a very good, interesting NBA trade deadline. Something we're gonna get into on. Uh, Tuesday. Uh, Talking about the NFC West, probably one of the more semi-disappointing divisions this year uh, with Arizona and Los Angeles Rams. Also, we did the Cardinals a few weeks ago uh, with the Rams. Extremely disappointing. Seahawks overachieving. The San Francisco 49ers seem to be the The cream of the cream of this division. But we're going to start the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, This is the team that had the worst division of these three teams. Uh, Their draft capital is on the screen right there. Obviously, no first-round picks because they don't like first-round picks and don't like draft capital. Uh, Their notable free agents are right there on the screen. Taylor Rapp, Troy Hill, H.L. Robinson, his defensive end, and Matt Gay, their kicker. Uh, The projected cap space, negative $15 million. It's not exactly what you're looking for. Uh, Head coach, Sean McVay, I have an asterisk next to his name um, because he was entertaining retirement. Um, I have not heard anything since, Um, but it could still be a thing where he ends up retiring before the season starts. Uh, Les Steed is their GM. Kevin Dimoff is their team president. How should the Rams approach free agency and the draft? TJ.
0: Hey, well, the literal like there's also there should also be an asterisk next to Aaron Donald's name too. He he kicked the tires on a possible retirement as well. Also, haven't heard anything since that. So I I guess him and I guess him and Sean McVeigh are going to be there for the long haul. Um, the first thing you have to do because free agency is first. You got to get that cap number positive, and you have to do that by unloading some of those big contracts that you have. Yeah, they have All some right?
1: real decisions to make when it comes to some of the money on some of the money on their books, uh, some of the players that could become cap casualties, um, because yeah, their cap space is not a deal.
0: Uh, yeah, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, Malcolm um, Brown Malcolm, Malcolm Brod Bra- is a
1: guy. Um, yeah,
0: it's, it's – I mean, it's, it's some
1: uh, – Brian Allen is their starting center, $4.6 Tyler Higby is a guy they could cut to, say, 3400000 Uh million. K-Makers is a guy that could cut to, say, $1.5 million. And uh, according to um, Pro Football Network, their cap space is actually less dire than what I just have on the screen there. It looks like they're going to about to have – they actually have $2.7 million in cap
0: space, not the negative 15 that I first reported uh, when I pulled up this link. Oh, it's it still squeak. it's two point seven it, it might as well be negative. You can't what 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 no there's nothing that's one person, that's one contract.
1: <laughs> I mean I mean depending on how you I mean it, it could be a bunch of rookie contracts who spend it out, but yeah, it's it's not exactly the ideal situation. Um but yeah, the free agency goals, yeah. You have to find out, take a look at this roster and be like, what can we afford to do without? I mean, is Jalen Ramsey still worth what they're paying for him? Or he could he be somebody that could be available in a trade? I I don't know. I mean, he wasn't particularly good last season, uh, uh, but I, I don't think I don't think the collective team was good last season either. So
0: the injuries took their toll, and they they got beat up pretty fast, and you you saw it. Like it was it was hard to watch at times, right? Like when especially when they were forced to get off script, like when they couldn't. Like when those first two drives for the Rams, you know, ended up in smoke. Anything after that, it was pretty tough to watch, and most of that was because of the injuries, right?
1: Yeah, Cooper you, Cup went down. I mean, Allen Robinson got injured too, but he wasn't particularly good before he got hurt. Um, and they had injuries on the offensive thanks. line and rot, rot, uh, whoever <laughs> they tried to play at left tackle, never really worked out. Um, I think if you're in the draft, nice. I think that's that's the area that you need to address. The most when it comes to this team, this offensive line was one of the worst in the league. On their current ESPN depth chart, they have the same guy playing center and right guard for them right now. I, I feel like that's not going to work.
0: All right, what right, what do you play on it? But to, no, to they Cooper, have Coleman. They have Coleman Shelton playing center and right guard right now. And like the and the Cooper Cup point was like it got so bad to a point with him. Like they he had to come back super early. Like they like he didn't. Cooper Cut had a high ankle sprain. He probably missed a high ankle sprain. Usually takes like I think he six missed like weeks. one week. a high ankle sprain usually takes like six weeks to fully recover from. He was back in like he had to come back in like two, and it's like, dude, how are you doing this? Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, that's because they didn't have the depth at the wide receiver position. Um, But if I if I'm the Rams, if the thing that I'm trying to approach in free agency and in the NFL draft. Is the offensive line? They they were they took a major step back uh, from the team that won the Super Bowl um, to this particular year. I mean, obviously, when you lose a future Hall of Famer, those guys are hard to replace. But they weren't even close.
0: I I like to your point about Allen Robinson. Like, obviously, it was a super disappointing season for him. But let's be let's let's be real about this. They don't sign Allen Robinson if Odell doesn't Correct. tear his ACL. But even if if you told me Cooper Cup was going to get hurt and you still had a receiving room of Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, Ben Skaronic, and Ben Skaronic, and shout out to Fort Wayne, Ben Skaronic from Fort Wayne, <laughs> uh, and some other guys like that's serviceable, and Tyler Higby at the tight end, like yo, that's serviceable, that's serviceable. Tutu for- Atwell
1: is a guy who you drafted pretty early in a couple of years. He hasn't really panned out. Um, yeah, I, I think you also often the weapon. I mean, the wide the running back room with the Cam Maker situation. Um, and then they just released um Darryl Williams, D- Daryl Henderson for literally no reason whatsoever. Um uh, just uh, very confusing mm-hmm. if you're a Los Angeles fans fan about the way they handled themselves this past season. Um luckily they got the Super Bowl. This would be this would be a,
0: a dire to see situation. So, like, we, we also made, don't know we made fun of Les Need for the them Picks t-shirt because it was cute, it was funny, it was a bunch of that stuff like it was like this is like quote unquote the price of winning like this is what you have to do now it's kind of like you wish you had some of them picks, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I think it also they need to address the edge rusher. Uh, they were never able to replace Von Miller, even though that would have been quite the task. But Leonard Floyd was not good this season. Uh, it had a lot to do with the fact that he didn't have Aaron do- or Von Miller on the other side of the ball. Uh, Bobby Wagner was a very good signing, he played well this season. Um, but yeah, this defense definitely regressed. This offense regressed. Talk about priorities when it comes to this team top three priorities.
0: Offensive line, like, they never replaced Andrew Whitworth. They did a poor job of prepping for that. Like, when Andrew Whitworth gets to 38 years old and you're like, I, I, Witty, we love you, but, you know, like, and we're glad you're still playing it, Don't get me wrong. But we got to start prepping for your eventual retirement. Like, the guy it's, that they it's have. The same,
1: now, it's the same situation <clears> the Steelers
0: <throat> found themselves in with Ben
1: Roethlisberger walk away
0: perfect example it's like all right we got to start getting some if if not one guy we got to get multiple guys that way we're not just stuck with the situation we're in now like you said they have the same guy on their depth trying to miss them in two offensive lineman positions and you don't want that so like top priority i agree with you on one is to fix this offensive line i think my second priority for them would just be stay healthy like they got the pieces to be competitive they were just all beat the hell. And that, I mean that that's
1: what that, I mean that what comes off. You make you take a long trip through the playoffs the year before, and then you go jump back and you play. You know, the first game of the next season, and you don't play at all in the spring in, in the in, in the preseason. So your body never really gets used to taking those hits, and then all of a sudden you take those hits and you get hurt really. really. Uh, it's going to be tough for them to okay. rebuild this oh, offensive yeah. line given their draft capital, but.
0: Thirty. Like salary cap, draft cap—that's all the same. Like trade the assets that you have. Like I legit think Jalen Ramsey is going to be a trade chip. I think I don't know to who. I don't know. To- I think Bobby Wagner is another guy that could potentially be a trade
1: chip as well. Um, the guy who still has a lot of good football left in him. Taylor Rapp is a good player uh, who is a free agent. Obviously, they're going to have to try to find a way to resign him. Um. Oh, like I, they uh, they got their work cut out for them. Yep, uh, for me, top three priorities. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna agree with the offensive line woes. Uh, I think they have to figure out exactly what the what the timeline is for Sean McVay and Aaron Donald and their careers. And then the three, I think they need to figure out this edge rushing position. They need to get somebody who's gonna put a little bit of fear and do uh, into the the other side of offenses. that can get generate a pass rush. They can take on double teams. They need to figure out who that other edge rusher. I would even think that's maybe even more of a priority than the offensive line, Um, even though the offensive line as a whole is bad, but they need a a dominant edge rusher. They're better when they can get pressure under the quarterback. This
0: defense is better when
1: they are generating a pass rush.
0: They would have a top-ten pick, but you look at a team like Detroit, who caught a lot of people by surprise this season, now they're just like, that that pick that was supposed to be the Rams goes to them, and they're like, "If you're the Rams, you're looking like, damn, I ain't expect, I ain't expect to give them top ten talent. Like, if, if this pick is a late first, you're not really losing too yep. much sleep. I mean, it's it. the
1: fifth, it's the sixth overall pick.
0: Pick that's gonna yeah. be a that's that's a franchise player. Yep, 100. That's a- um, what do
1: what do you what do you think they do with Baker Mayfield?
0: i i i don't if stafford gets hurt again i need that reliable quote unquote that's what baker mayfield's role is now i hope he don't come into nobody going to camp if they keep him thinking he's getting no the. well
1: i think the the paycheck that matthew stafford is making should keep him in check uh let's swing over from the los angeles rams let's talk about the seattle seahawks the absolute surprise of this division last year, uh, there's their draft capital. Uh, they have two first-round picks, one of them from the Denver Broncos as part of the Russell Wilson trade, and then they have their own pick as they have made the playoffs this year. Uh, they're notable free agents right there on the screen, Geno Smith, Puna Ford, and Austin Blythe. Uh, they're projected cap space at $31.3 Their head coach is Pete Carroll, John Snyder is their GM. Chuck Arnold is this team's team president. How should the Seattle Seahawks approach free agency and the draft as they really – overachieved this season and Pete Carroll should really get a pat on the back for the job he did coaching this team this season.
0: How, if I was Seattle, how would I approach this? All right. Well, the first things, first things first, um, do you pay? Well, you have a top, whatever draft pick. I forgot how high, uh, Fifth, they like, well, they they have the fifth, fifth right? pick, they, yeah. So like that's prime top quarterback position, right? If you so choose, that's why I say, what you pay Geno Smith do you give Geno Smith a, and if you do pay him, how long is that deal? Excuse me. I I think that when it comes to Geno Smith, I
1: think you sign him to a four year deal with opt outs after the second and third season. And I think if he plays well enough to continue to be your starting quarterback, I mean, yet you give him two seasons. Like, if you can prove yourself in two years, you could be the guy. I would still think about drafting a guy, maybe not in this year's draft, or at least not with those either of those first two-round picks. Because I still think they have some holes. I think they could, you know, boister up this uh, offensive line a little bit. And even though they, their tackles they drafted in this year's draft played extremely well. Um, I think they still need to get another edge rusher as well. I think they could use some secondary help, even though they also had a guy who was going to be involved in all defense rookie of the year who played well this season, Tariq um, uh, who played pretty I think,
0: well. I think with, it, I, if, with the fifth overall pick, I don't think you want to go – because if you draft a guy that high, the the pressure to play him is going to be –
1: Oh, I I completely agree with you. I don't, I don't think you take a quarterback in this first round. I, I think you, if you get somebody later, I, I don't. I, I, remember who, I don't have the list of quarterback prospects in front if, of him, but if you
0: If you get a Cam Rising, the went to Utah. If you get a Cam Rising in like the second or third round, there's little to no pressure to play him out the gate. Like you can just like you can get away with, like you say, stashing him for two years while he picks, like, while he learns the ends and out of the offense. Um, this is a team they had – we we mocked them. We made fun of them for the level that they had. They had five picks and last season. You have some teams that go five picks in a round. Like, there are teams that have five picks in, in one round. They had five picks for the entire draft. That's – Unheard of, and they hit on all five picks, which is even yep. more unheard of. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's difficult to hit on even two picks as opposed to entire draft class of all players that you can roll out and play every single week. Um, I, I think yeah, I think the Geno Smith four year deals probably worth one hundred forty million dollars. That pays him about thirty dollars, thirty million dollars a year. They could also try to franchise tag them, but I don't not the, I don't necessarily think they're going to do that. Um, but in the draft, I think tags they still are,
0: tags are one year. Uh, basically a one-year, a one-year deal. and You don't want to like your Geno Smith. You don't want to go through this. Uh, for I, agree, another I,
1: year. I agree with you. I think if you can get a long-term deal done with Geno Smith, I think you try to get it done. Um, it also will take less of a cap hit. If you sign him to a four-year deal, as opposed to taking the franchise tag, uh, because the franchise tag is fully guaranteed. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is still a team that needs some defensive help. I mean, Shelby Harris had a pretty solid season after being traded here from Denver. Um, you know, yeah, as we talked about, their two corners that they drafted, uh, in Fury Glow and Mike Jackson, both of those played extremely well this season. Quandary Diggs, Ryan Neal, both excellent safeties. Uh, Nwusu, who the guy they tra- they drafted, the two signed in the offseason last year, also played pretty well for this team. Like Abraham Lucas, Charles Cross, probably the best rookie offensive tackles in the, in, the, in the league this year. Um, so yeah, they have a lot of nice stuff to build around. I mean, they have some nice weapons, Kenneth Walker, D- DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Like this should be a team that's on the rise. If you hit on, if you do a good job drafting this year and
0: next year, you're back in the thick, you're back in the thick of things. And they got off to a hot start. They fell apart. You know, as I just don't as most uh, what's called as most people expected, and I'm putting it in quotation marks because they went into the season playing with house money. You can't fall off when no expectations are initially had for you. Yep. You know, so. And I, I
1: think if the people started to figure them out a little bit. I think that's why they started to slip towards the latter half of the season. Uh, but they still made the playoffs. They still overachieved. They still did better than most people have projected them. I think when we did our season preview for the Seattle Seahawks last season, I think we ha- I had them winning like one game this season. I think it
0: was against the Texans at home. I thought they were going to be bad. A lot of and nobody can with a straight face sit sit there and say, Oh, I, I knew Seattle was gonna be good. No, you didn't stop lying. Yeah,
1: he's lying. Uh, let's talk top let's talk top three priorities. Uh what do you think the top three priorities should be for the Seattle Seahawks this offseason?
0: Did this past season don't get um
1: You can. Uh, uh, it's usually if you're talking right now, you're breaking up a little bit, a lot of it actually. I think I, I think I just lost T.J. I'll have to jump back into the show. Uh, T.J., come by again. I, I think I lost you there. Um, yeah, my top top my top three priorities for the Seattle Seahawks, I think, is still to keep continuing to bolster this offense and defense in the trenches, uh, through using the draft capital that you got out of the Russell Wilson trade. Uh, you have an additional first round pick this year, and an additional second round pick this year as well. Um, You have the draft capital to continue building up this team in the trenches. I like what they have at the linebacker position. I like what they have in the corners. I like what they have at most of the skill positions. It's in the trenches where I have the most concerns when it comes to offensive line, when it comes to their defensive line. Um, Just continue to get a a better address for Dell Taylor. It's still a good football player, uh, but I think you need somebody a little bit better when it comes to getting pressure uh, after the quarterback uh, there in Seattle. Uh, Puna Ford is going to be a free agent. You probably will not resign him. Uh, Quentin Jefferson was, is a solid player, but nothing special. Um, yeah, I, I just think that eventually, you eventually you, you need a really good pass rusher. I'm not sure who's going to be available there. Uh, welcome back into the show, TJ Hopkins. Uh, but yeah, if I'm Seattle, my number one priority is building this team up in the trenches, um, getting those offensive linemen, getting those defensive linemen. Uh, number two, I think should be finding a good, reasonable number to bring Geno Smith back on. I think that four year, $140 million contract with maybe like $80 million of that guaranteed with opt-outs after the second and third season. Um, so, if, you know, if he has a down, if he plays well next season, he gets another season and he continues to like, it's like one and done, like put team options in the NBA. Uh, I know the contracts in the NFL usually aren't structured that way, uh, but that's exactly how I would structure Geno Smith's contract. That's for damn sure. Um, and we'll see how he ends up playing out that. And number three Um I think I, I'm not really sure. I mean, find out if Pete Carroll wants to continue coaching this team and how long he's gonna still be the coach. Cause I actually think Seattle's done an excellent job building this roster, uh, especially over the last couple seasons. Um but over the last two seasons, really, where he got the weapons there on offense. You got the now you just build up the offensive line, build this team up in the trenches. I like their secondary, I like their safeties. TJ. Uh, he's like, TJ still have a connection. It's no big deal. Uh, uh, in the, uh, uh on the pro football network, they said they had a potential, some potential cut candidates. Uh, Quandary Diggs could be cut for $9 million a cap saving. Shelby Harris, uh, same amount. Gabe D- Jackson, 9.5 million. Um, they could cut Quentin Jefferson and say 4 million. Gabe Jackson, 6.5 and Brian Moon, uh, 2.8 million. Their biggest needs heading into the offseason edge, safety, guard, wide receiver. I don't really see that as a big need. And corner. I also don't see corner as their biggest need either. Uh, but we'll end up seeing what ends up with Seattle. Top three priorities uh, for me is build this team up in the trenches, find a good number for Geno Smith. And number, number three. I guess, I guess, find 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 a dominant edge rusher. Uh, I think you need to have a guy who puts the fear in the D offenses uh, that is going to be a good edge rusher for this team in the future. Um, get me somebody that I think could be that guy. Uh, I think I'm gonna, I think I lost TJ here for the rest of the show. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if he's gonna be able to come back in. Uh, He's going to try to come back. Uh, We'll see what ends up happening. I think he's having connection issues. Uh, It happens, you know, the internet. Uh, Also, it's very windy here uh, in Fort Wayne, where I am. Uh, The weather has not been nice. TJ, welcome back into the show, man. Hey, man. What's up? (laughs) Hey, TJ. Uh, All right, anyways. Uh, moving on to, let's move on from the Seahawks. C- LC- let's talk a little bit about the other team in that division, San Francisco 49ers. I got to fix that graphic. Just give me just a second here. Uh, but, yeah, San Francisco 49ers, you can see their draft capital there on the screen. They did not have a pick in the first two rounds, uh, but uh, they used those to get Trey Lance, and they used those picks to end up getting – uh, Juju's uh, to getting Chris McCaffrey, a team that a player that helped them get into the NFC championship game, a uh, player that they probably wouldn't have been in the position that they were in without him. Uh, their notable free agents are right there on the screen. Uh, you know, Jimmy Ward, Jimmy Garoppolo, Emmanuel Mosley, uh, which I also misspelled that name, but I'll see. I'll share. Uh, who's a very good linebacker. Mike McClinchy, who has been linked to the Chicago bears uh, projected cap space 13.7 million. Kyle Shanahan is the core is the head coach. John Lynch is the GM. El Gouda, is the team president. Uh, and the question is how should the San Francisco 49ers approach the, uh, how should the uh, San Francisco 49ers approach free agency and the draft? I think the number one thing that they're going to have to try to figure out here is who is going to be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, because, you know, they drafted Trey Lance with the first with a very high draft pick in the first round uh, traded up to get him move draft capital, future red draft assets. Uh, to get him and now you know they have he gets injured early this season Jimmy Garoppolo steps in uh, plays pretty well he gets hurt then Brock Purdy comes in and plays pretty well uh, he ends up getting hurt in the NFC championship game uh, is a UCL tear is going to need surgery on that UCL tear um, so his his future is very much up in the air uh, when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers um, Jimmy Garoppolo as I mentioned is a free agent and probably will not be returning to this team. So they have to figure out who the quarter – I mean, before we even talk about free agency in the draft, is we have to figure out who the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers is going to be next season. Is it going to be Trey Lance? So you you move draft capital to try to get – you also – or do you try to trade him, maybe see what his value is? Or do you think this is Brock Purdy's job? Has he played well enough down the stretch of this season to earn that job full-time even with Trey Lance returning from injury? Um, I, I don't know. That question is not for me to answer. Uh, I think if I was the one making this decision, which I clearly am not making this decision, I would keep Brock Purdy on the team, but I would give the reins back to Trey Lance. Uh, you, you you gave up too much draft capital. You gave up too much stuff to get him, for him to just to kind of let him fly away. Um, I, so I think it'll be interesting to see what happens here uh, with the San Francisco 49ers, especially at the quarterback position. Um, outside of the quarterback position when we talk about how they should approach the free agency in the NFL draft. I mean, this is a team that still has some question marks. I mean, they have a secondary. I mean, Jimmy Ward, as I mentioned on the screen there, is going to be a free agent. Um, So you don't really know if you're going to be able to re-sign him. Uh, Cornerback, guard, center, defensive tackle, and edge uh, is all the team needs here. Defensive tackle, uh, guard, corner, uh, center. All those guys are getting up in age, especially at the cornerback position. So I think it'll be interesting to see. Uh, how they approach this NFL draft, uh, where they end up going with each of their individual picks. Uh, hold on a second. I wasn't expecting to lose TJ, so I gotta, I gotta kind of adapt to a little bit. You know, <laughs> things kind of work out that way sometimes. Uh, their notable free agents, as I mentioned, Jimmy Ward. Uh, they have a reasonable amount of cap space. Shocking how expensive this roster is, uh, based on uh, obviously I'm using Pro Football Network to kind of calculate their their cap space here. Uh, it looks like they should have above yeah fourteen point eight million dollars, the sixteenth most cap space in the NFL. Uh, they have some dead money on there, but I mean Jimmy Garoppolo could walk. Josh Johnson's not going to be a part of the future plans. Uh, when you look at their offensive line, Mike McClinchy was their right tackle, probably will not be will be too expensive for them to return. Uh, I think the rest of their offensive line is pretty good. Uh, it really is making use of the draft capital you have while you have it because they don't have that much draft capital. Uh, in free agency, I would look to try to call, clear out the fringes of this roster. I think this talent, um, especially at the running back position with with uh, Elijah Mitchell and Chris McCaffrey, the wide receiver position, which Juan Jennings, um, Brandon Ayuk, and then obviously Debo Samuel is probably the best wide receiver on this team. And then in the and then the off defensive line. I mean, you obviously have the guy who's probably going to win defensive player of the year in Nick Bosa. You have Eric Arbstead as a good player. Devon Kinlaw has never really found his ground as a very early draft pick for them. They have probably arguably the best what uh, linebacker core in the NFL with Trey Greenlaw, Fred Warner, uh, Al, Shear, Al Shire, Al Shire, Al Thank you. Hredavious uh, Ward is, was a free agent signing this past season. Kufunga uh, took a major step forward this season. Tayshawn Gibson played well this year. Uh, I think you're looking for somebody to solidify that other corner side. Like Lenore played okay this season, but he was probably the weak link when he talked about a dominant defense. Uh, Trent Williams continues to be the best left tackle in the NFL, but he is getting up there in age, so you may have to think about looking for his replacement um, so you don't end up in a situation like the Los Angeles Rams just found themselves in where they didn't have a plan for Andrew Whitworth when he finally retired. And there was no plan for them whatsoever. Um, I think top three of priorities when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers. I think number one, is they need to figure out what they're going to be doing at quarterback, um, they cannot move forward without deciding who the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers is going to be in the future. Is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Is it going to be Brock Purdy? That, that ruling is still out there. Um, let you know, let me know down in the comments section, who do you think the San Francisco 49ers quarterback will be, stay week one, uh, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Drock Purdy? Or do you think it'll be somebody not on there currently on the roster? As there are some you know, Aaron Rodgers rumors, there are some Tom Brady rumors out there, there are some Derek Carr rumors out there. So we'll see what ends up happening with that situation. Number two, I think you've got to find a really legit second corner to pair with Cordavious Ward. I do not think you can go into another season with Lenore as your as your number two corner. Uh, you for sure shouldn't go into the next season with like Samuel Womack as your nickel. Uh, leaves a lot to be desired there when it comes to the cornerback position. So that's my number two. Number three, uh, I think you have to find a way to keep Debo Samuel healthy. This is the second season in a row where he's gone down with injury. Um, so, you know, what that – Welcome into the show. Oh. Hey, Izzy, welcome to the show, man. We're just breaking down the San Francisco 49ers offseason after we lost Mr. TJ Hopkins, my co-host. So we get to trade in the co-host with the CEO. What's up, Israel Vera? How are you, man?
0: Long time no great, see, right,
2: Ladies and gentlemen. I'm doing great, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Have you as you can see no hat, fresh cut, looking good. Yeah, man. You're you're looking ready fresh, go, man. Yeah. You're looking fine. You're ready for that college yeah. basketball show tomorrow. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Or for Valentine's Day, whatever, whatever, whatever. Do you get? In
2: the country. <laughs> don't shh, don't say that. You you'll, you'll get me in trouble because my I ain't seeing my girl this year on Valentine's Day. I'm I'm gonna send her some mice, but, you um, know. but She she, she does love. She does live like
1: halfway across the country, so it, it makes yes, sense. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, let's talk about San Francisco. I was just talking about uh what the, how they should approach free agency in the draft. I was arguing that they cannot even. Think about how they're going to approach that situation until they figure out what they're doing at quarterback. Like Brock Purdy now needs to have UCL tear. Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent. Trey Lance, you trade it up to get. What do they do at quarterback?
2: Well, at quarterback, um, obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo is gone, right? Um, I mean, I guess. I mean, if they
1: can bring him back to a pretty cheap contract, I think
2: they could look to keep him around. I, I just, I doubt it. Now, how much, how much do they have? they have $13.7 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I mean, you still got to pay Jimmy Ward. Um, I don't even know who these other guys are. They're, they're, they're Emmanuel well, Al Shire, Al
1: Shire is their other good linebacker on that team. Is he? Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, him. He, okay, okay. He's the other out weak side linebacker. Mike McGunschie <laughs> is their starting right guard, right tackle right now.
2: He's their starting right tackle right now? Okay, yeah,
1: probably. Okay, I, I know he's been linked to the Bears. So that would be sweet, but I'm not going to bank on that.
2: Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, they, they got to they gotta pay Jimmy Ward. I, I don't see them bringing back Jimmy Garoppolo. This is going to be a two-quarterback race, ladies and gentlemen, unless in the draft you can find a suitor that can give you the house or give you some nice picks for Trey Lance, possibly, right? But that team would be rolling the dice, right? I, I, I think Trey his Lance value coming is off.
1: so low. I yes, can't imma- I can't imagine you'd get – even close to value for the first him. round
2: pick. You think? No, no, I don't think you know. It's not way. worth a second rounder.
1: No, no. I mean, if I, am not trading San Francisco, I'm not helping them out. I mean, you, you made this,
0: <laughs> you, 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 you,
1: you deal with this problem. I'm not giving you any, if you want, if you want, I will give What's you a the hell of a problem
2: round. to have. I'll give you a I mean, fourth round pick if you want. Well, this is my thing is that I know Brock party didn't have the strongest arm to begin with, but he equivalent, he has the equivalent injury of like, Somebody that that needs Tommy John surgery, except he's not getting Tommy John surgery. Yeah, he's going to try to
1: use therapy to have. He basically, yeah, he, I think he's eventually going to have to have Tommy John, but he's having some sort of therapy so, replacement, so he doesn't have to have the surgery. But he will so have to. We, have
2: don't gonna, we don't know how his arm it's is going. We don't know how his arm is going to look like next yeah. year. So I mean, this is very. Know, but we don't, the, we don't know.
1: This is very similar to the injury that Ben Roethlisberger suffered a couple of years ago, and his arm had never came back. Yeah, and, and so that's, that's my thing is that Big Ben was a lot
2: older when he got injured. He, I mean, Brock Purdy's right. 23 years old. And but and my thing is with Brock Purdy is like he he didn't have the the strongest arm to begin with and I mean, this kind of will hinder that arm, that arm that he already has that's not that strong. So, we don't know like how much zip he's going to have, but I do know this is that Trey Lance, he even though he broke his ankle, he'll come back. With a strong arm, he'll come back with his legs, he'll come back, you know, hungry to try and take that spot. I I I, I don't sign Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't sign Jimmy Garoppolo. I let him walk, honestly. I, I put my I, I try and bring back, you know, Jimmy Ward, um, Al Shazier, um, uh, Mike Plaguinci, he's probably gonna want a lot. Um, he's probably gonna want to get paid this this offseason. So I they probably let him walk. So yeah, if I'm if I'm the San Francisco 49ers, I mean I'm going in with a two-quarterback race. And, you know, you may have a, uh, a possibility where Trey Lance might start the season. Yeah. I, you know? I think,
1: I think Brock Purdy, he's, he's on schedule to return right around training camp. So we'll see what ends up happening with that. Um, so I'm talking about free agency in the draft. Obviously they don't have that much draft capital. They don't have that much free agency, but they do have some team needs. As I mentioned, uh, before you got on the show, I, I think they could use some offensive line help and they could use it a, a, a second corner outside of Coderrevis Ward, um, to kind of boister that secondary a little bit, because I actually think they're pretty good elsewhere.
2: Yeah, they're pretty solid. They're pretty solid everywhere. Front sevens just lights out. Um, I mean, they have you know two. They have you know Fred um, Warner. They have Joey Bosa, who just won DPOI. He did win one, it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he won it. Yeah. Okay. One DPOI. Um, and, uh, I mean, you have uh, – you you've got Trevarius Ward at corner. So, yeah, I think depth at corner. We don't know, you know, what Jimmy Ward's going to want. Jimmy Ward, I'm pr- pretty – I'm assuming Jimmy Ward's going to want to get paid. I mean, he was, you know, voted in as top 100 player by his peers, whatever that – you know, however that goes, it floats your boat. Uh, but Jimmy Ward – Jimmy Ward is expected to, you know, get a nice little check this offseason. So um, they are going to have to address that cornerback need. They're going to have to address – you know, you know, maybe some depth on that tackle, you know, maybe a tackle, um, a guard, but this is a team, this is like, doesn't have many holes, man. Really? Honestly, I mean, you got Christian McCaffrey, uh, you know, you have, uh, you know, Debo Samuel, you have Brendan I, at wide receiver, you got George Kittle, you have all the weapons that you need to have. You have arguably the best tackle in the game in Trent Williams, right? And so, I mean I I I well, just, yeah, man. I just Nick Bosa this.
1: won this award 20 minutes ago. Fan shout out to him. Good for him.
2: Shout out to shout out to Nick Bosa. Yeah. So yeah, so I I have to so I have to say man, you got to get depth get depth on you know at the you know tackle positions and also get depth at the cornerback because I, I agree with you. I agree with uh, moving over into
1: top three priorities. I said my number one priority before anything else is figuring out this quarterback position. Is it going to be Brock Purdy? Is it going to be Trey Lance? My number two was finding an heir apparent to Trent Williams. He's not going to play forever. I don't know if you want to get into a necessarily a situation like the Los Angeles Rams find themselves in with no plan to replace
2: uh, Andrew Whitworth.
1: Trent yeah, Trent Williams. And number three, I said find that other nickel corner. Find cornerback depth. You need somebody you can rely on. Um, that isn't, you know, who have they, they had on the roster this past season?
2: Yeah, I mean, they have nothing but like third. They have a lot of you know they have third round pick, pick ninety nine, pick one hundred. Yeah, Lenore. I Lenore mean, that is, the is guy they, they, have, plays. they have three third round picks. I mean, I, I just want to say like they can package those up and possibly move into the second round, maybe a late first rounder. Yeah, you I, think they, I think I can that's see realistic. That that's that is definitely realistic for the 49ers. And if and if they do so, you know, I would love for them to go, you know, get a get the um godly. I I don't know these guys' names off the top of my head. They're not gonna get the Joey Porter Jr. They're not gonna get the Chris Gonzalez or the Devin Witherspoon, but they can at least, you know, they can try and get um you know the, the the kid from South Carolina who is probably gonna be a late first rounder. Um, I mean, they can, you know, try and get um, you know, the guard from Florida, to bolster their 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 uh, guard spot, um, you know, I, I, you know, th- th- there's a variety of ways that the 49ers can go with their draft, especially with those three third-rounders that they have, which I do think they are going to package up. But if they decide to keep them, having three third-rounders is a luxury.
1: I mean, so, they, they so they could get Carl Phillips, the quarterback out of Utah, uh, Jalen Jones, quarterback out of uh, a- Texas A&M. Uh, they could yep. get, they get the kid from uh, TCU, uh, Hodgid Somlinson. Yeah, uh, he, kid who from won the, the –
2: yeah, he won a he won Thorpe Award, Hodges yeah. So Yeah,
1: so you – I mean, Keely K- 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 Ringo, Cam Smith uh, is the guy from South Carolina that you were thinking the of. the guy from Eli South Carolina,
2: Riggs. Cam Smith. I'm just like – name's blanking me. Uh, Eli, Eli so, Ricks is
1: another guy at Alabama, six-rated quarterback yeah, in this year's draft. So.
2: Yep, Eli Ricks is another guy. See, that's what I'm saying. Those guys are going to be projected second-rounders, and they're going to be gone before the third round comes um, unless barring some – combine in you know yeah, bad yeah. you know numbers or something like that at a, at a pro day or combine but yeah I, if i'm the niners i package up those three third round picks and move up into the first round and try and try and get you know at least a first or maybe a second i you know i, I don't know especially, and, especially and try and
1: get i think the difference between like so normally when you talk about teams they want to have more draft capital the san francisco 49ers are not that far away from being quote-unquote a perfect team right they have depth everywhere they're they're weak in very like very specific places so having a bunch of draft capital isn't as valuable to san francisco as it is having good draft capital
2: right right exactly i mean they have golly i mean they got i mean fifth round picks they got three fifth round picks they got a six rounder they have three seventh round picks i mean i'm like dude You can package this up and and move easily into the first round. Just get a whole bunch, like give people, give a team like your three third rounders, give them the fifth. And maybe you could move into like, Maybe the like top, tw- like the last top, bottom half of the first round. I think, I
1: think, that's a- I think that's something realistic that could happen. Uh, we'll end up seeing that as we end up shaking out here. Uh, that's been our San Francisco 49ers offseason preview, and that's been our off season previews for every team, the NFC West. Uh, as we did the Arizona Cardinals on a previous episode, but on today's show, we broke down the Rams, Seahawks. 49ers. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you did happen to miss us live, you can catch us on the plethora of streaming services on the link I shared uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and of course, iHeartRadio. Izzy, the question is what do we do here at the Prime, my friend?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen.
1: 100 percent We bring the bring heat bring the heat 24-7. Uh keep an eye out for all of our content over the next couple of days. Uh, as we're gonna be doing a college basketball show, and we're gonna be doing that NBA trade deadline winners and losers show on Saturday. You don't want to miss that content. Please like, share, and subscribe. Y'all have a good night and stay safe out there.
0: Sayonara, sayonara
1: suckers. Thanks for bailing me out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>